part of that is a good sign, but we need to also know how we can manage that and move through it so it doesn't hold us back. So first off, recognizing, okay, I'm a good person because I care about people. I care about their transformation. I care about offering value. The second part of this is rooting into your worth because a lot of times this will come up if we aren't super confident and committed in the value that we offer. And that can be difficult sometimes, especially if you're in the early stages of your business. Welcome to The Wealthy and Well Woman, a podcast that celebrates choosing a life of overflow. If you're looking to grow your business, live on purpose, and feel your best while doing it, then you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Kat Sanuski, the business coach for wellness leaders and visionary female entrepreneurs, founder of Be Well Events, and international yoga teacher and trainer. My goal in this podcast is to help you curate your life by design and claim your dream business by giving you actionable tips and trainings that help you get out of your own way, step into your power and monetize your magic. I'll be bringing you a thought training or interview from experts that will help you break through your fears, take action and grow into those massive visions that you can't stop thinking about. I am so happy you're here. Now let's get started. Today's episode is sponsored by none other than my signature business foundations program, Monetize Your Magic. Monetize Your Magic is the program for wellness entrepreneurs, healers, visionary women to create, market, and sell out their own transformational and irresistible online offers so that you can create freedom in your life and impact people's lives in a much deeper way. So you can think of Monetize Your Magic as your online business blueprint for taking your ideas, all of your passion and turning it into long-term sustainable business success. You'll receive all of the tools that you need to be successful in scaling your business to $10,000 months and beyond. And you have lifetime access to this program material that you can revisit again and again along your journey. I still have clients even a year after taking the program, months, years afterwards, saying that they're going back, watching the material, relearning, relaunching new programs and using Monetize Your Magic to guide them every step of the way. So if you are ready to get serious about your business, if you're ready to scale your business based on your passion to an abundant income, Monetize Your Magic is for you. I launched this program live about twice a year, so you can click the link below in the show notes to learn more about the program program. The next round, if you're listening to this episode in real time, starts September 6th. So we're kicking off soon. We're currently enrolling and I won't be launching it again until mid 2023. So you can jump on the wait list if you're, if you're listening to this later on, or go ahead and message me and see if this is the best fit for you. And I can't wait to help you monetize your magic. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the wealthy and well woman podcast. I'm your host, Kat Sanuski, and I'm so happy that you're tuning in today for this episode. Today, we are unpacking imposter syndrome. This is one that I see come up a lot in my work, especially because the women that I work with are amazing, heart-centered, passion-fueled healers, wellness entrepreneurs, women in business that care. So the thing, the number one thing that I always love to tell my clients and anyone that's dealing with imposter syndrome, especially 
in this line of work and in this type of business is that is amazing because you care. You, I would be worried if imposter syndrome never, ever came up because what imposter syndrome is really shining back that I see so often in clients is just, I want to help people the most that I can, like in the highest degree. I want to really create such a beautiful transformation for them. I want them to get the most out of this. I want them to experience this. And what if I'm not giving enough? What if it's not enough? And really to me, that is the root of imposter syndrome of what if what I am providing is not enough. So it comes down to number one, like you actually care. So that is such a great sign of you care about the work that you're doing. You care about honoring the work that you're teaching and the practices and the healing that you're offering people. And you care about the people. So just knowing that makes me so happy that you're not a crazy narcissist person that is just trying to steal people's money and rip them off, right? Like part of that is a good sign, but we need to also know how we can manage that and move through it so it doesn't hold us back. So first off, recognizing, okay, I'm a good person because I care about people. I care about their transformation. I care about offering value. The second part of this is rooting into your worth because a lot of times this will come up if we aren't super confident and committed in the value that we offer. And that can be difficult sometimes, especially if you're in the early stages of your business. It's a lot easier when you have all of these beautiful, wonderful testimonials and you have all these clients telling you how much they love you and you've changed their lives and you know, you're made to do this work and all of these beautiful things that kind of give you that confirmation of, yeah, I am offering amazing value. My clients do love me. They are experiencing a transformation, a massive transformation. They are telling me they would pay double what they paid me. So clearly I know that this is worth it and this is valuable. And I want to be super transparent and honest with you that this took to really feel like get this outside response. Like, of course, in the beginning, people would say some of these things, but it wasn't as much as it is now. It really took, I want to say definitely a year, at least maybe two years. Like it took a while to really get that outside confirmation where other people were saying, oh my God, this is amazing. This was the best thing I've ever done. I love you. You are made for this, like other people saying it. And I still face imposter syndrome at times, like from a personal standpoint, it's normal. It's human to face this at times, especially during the <laughs> luteal phase or the PMS phase of our cycle, right? That's usually when that inner critic pops up. So whenever my clients are dealing with this and coming to me and saying, I just don't know, like, do I have enough in it? Do I need to add more? Is it, I'm like, okay, first off, where are you at in your cycle? Because that could explain a lot. Give it a couple of days. You'll be back on top, you know? So looking at that, but then also knowing that it's human to experience this at times, being able to come back to these practices that reroute you into your worth and into your knowing. And like I was saying, I didn't have a lot of this coming in consistently. Like, of course, my clients would say they loved working with me and they were getting great results. And so that made me really happy. But what I'm saying is it wasn't super consistent and it wasn't as over the top as it is now. So it's easier now, but how can you give that to yourself? That 
that is a huge piece of the work without the external validation, right? So we need to build up this internal validation, the internal worthiness, the internal self-love and worth before a lot of times we get that external validation. And this is like a practice that we always need to come back to, right? In life, in business, all the things, it all comes back to us first. We have to love ourselves first. We have to think that we're worthy first before we get it from other people. If I waited until someone told me, oh my God, you're amazing. You changed my life, blah, 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 before I ever jumped into coaching. You know, if I had somebody saying, oh my God, you helped me so much in my business, da, 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 before I ever even tried, like that's not how it works. You need to go first. You need to believe in yourself first. You need to trust yourself first. You need to know your worth first before a lot of times we get it back. And the more that we stand in that and we put it out, then the more we get it back. It's amazing how that works, right? When we're confident, when we're putting that out, when we know our worth, we see that mirrored back to us. Of course, having a coach, oh my God, game changer, game changer. This is why I haven't gone without a coach in three years. And this is why a lot of my clients resign over and over and over again, because they're like, I never not want to have this, like rooting back into my worthiness when I'm feeling those sticky times, when I'm feeling those times are, is this good enough? Am I good enough? Should I show up like this? Like, having someone mirror your, your true power and your worth back to you that they know about you already. And when they can reflect back those amazing testimonials, when they can reflect back to you, all of the amazing things that you've done in those times of doubt, because we're human and we face it, how much more quickly can you then move through it? How much more quickly can you say, Oh, you know what? You're right. I was being crazy there for a second and show back up boldly and confidently and in your worth, in your content online with your clients and therefore see growth much quicker. So when you're feeling imposter syndrome, first acknowledge, good, I'm a great human that I care about this practice, that I care about what I'm teaching, that I care about the humans that work with me and I want them to get an amazing transformation. And then the second step is take action. Action is such an amazing antidote to our imposter syndrome. When we are able to move out of the thought loop, when we are able to break that loop and take action, we're able to create new patterns, new ways of thinking, and we're able to also create the results that confirms that we are valuable, that we are helping people, right? It's also super helpful to look at the facts. A lot of times our minds will tell us this, but how can you root back in? I've shared a lot about the brag book. You guys probably heard me talk about this. I talked about it in the comparison episode. I've talked about it multiple times, but having like a brag book of things that you've done, of trainings you've done, of things that can root back into your worth and the facts, not the lies that our mind is telling us and that fear is telling us. It can be super, super, super helpful to share with others our our feelings on it, share our doubts, share what we're going through. So connecting, like it really comes back down to connection, having someone that gets it, someone that cares about us, someone that listens and getting it out, not letting it fester and play on loop in your mind, but just getting it out to someone can work such wonders. It's like these simple things, right? So speak it to someone. And lastly, let go of perfectionism. Know that failure is a normal part of the process and don't be afraid to share your failures. Don't be afraid to share those failures that 
you face and how you moved through them, what you learned from them, how you could help someone else. A lot of times that can be such a power for us, especially in the coaching industry. I can teach so much from the things that I did wrong as much or way more than the things that I just got right the first time, right? So it's actually like failing, learning, integrating, growing, and then moving forward. But this can also really help with imposter syndrome. I had um, someone actually requested this episode that's a yoga teacher teacher and she said, I absolutely love the practice and I'm facing imposter syndrome because I don't want to, you know, do a bad job at teaching this practice that I love so much. So in this example, like right back to the fact that she's an amazing person and she cares so much about the practice and her students. So that's such a good sign. But that second piece is sharing your failures. Like if you're in a class and you say right instead of left, the the way that you can move on and like release the shame or like the feelings of I'm not good enough because of that is to make a joke about it and be like, whoops, sometimes right and left are hard. Like the amount of times that I've done this actually teaching yoga is a good example. It's a very easy example because I've done it so many times where I've literally forgotten, like been in the middle of a flow, done one side and then forgotten, you know, we've all done this, forgot a pose or forgot the sequence and had to like kind of freak out and ad lib or add on like those things. If you hold them inside, that's what fuels imposter syndrome and fuels shame. Really, it comes down to this shame of like, I'm not good enough to do this, or I'm not good enough to deliver this, or I messed up, so I must not be worthy. So if you accept the failures and share them. You don't have to like broadcast them necessarily on social media, although that can honestly a lot of times be cathartic in a way where you are noticing that, hey, you're not the only one. A lot of other people face this. And then you also give other people the permission to not have to be perfect and to be like, oh, that's not just me that's done that. Cool. (laughs) Like you've done it too. Oh, wow. And then it allows you to connect deeper with people. So release that perfectionism, acknowledge your failures, share them. If you're teaching a class and you mess something up, make a little joke about it if you want (laughs) and move on. Celebrate your successes. Of course, so often a lot of the imposter syndrome can also come from, you know, the same things that comparison traps us in this, these feelings of unworthiness or feeling like we should be further ahead. So celebrate each success as you hit it. Own where exactly where you at in your unique journey and learn to love the process and every step along that journey. I hope this was helpful for you today. If you found some good nuggets, come over and share them with me on Instagram at Kat Sanuski. You can always screenshot this episode and share or send this to another heart-centered biz bestie that you know would benefit from this episode on imposter syndrome and overcoming imposter syndrome. I love you. Thank you for tuning in today and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on today's episode of the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. I am so grateful that you listened in. If you loved what you heard and you feel called to share, please go leave me a review on iTunes so I can make sure to keep all this good stuff coming your way. Also share this episode with someone you think would absolutely love it. And I will be so grateful. That's how we spread the Wealthy and Well Woman mission together. If you aren't already following me on social media, come and join me by following at Kat Sanuski. I would love to connect with you there and I cannot wait to connect with you back here in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and shine as the wealthy and well woman you are.